You're listening to Comedy Central. Voters are not waiting for the first Tuesday in November to cast their ballots. The record number of Americans taking advantage of early voting across the country. In states reporting data, an unprecedented 57 million ballots have already been cast. That's more than 40% of the total votes counted in the 2016 general election. At one of New York City's premier venues, long lines snaking around the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, while marching bands drum up excitement. Incredible turnout to see these lines. I've never seen this before in my life. It turns out Americans don't even have to be earthbound to vote. U.S. astronaut Kate Rubens cast her absentee ballot with a little help from Mission Control from the International Space Station. I think it's really important for everybody to vote, and if we can do it from space, uh, then I believe folks can do it from the ground, too. Okay, that is super cool. An astronaut voted in space? Wow! I mean, it's weird that she still had to wait in line for like 10 hours, but yo, that is cool. Also, I don't know if this is the kind of story that would inspire people to vote just because an astronaut did. I mean, it's easier to vote in space. What do you have? Nothing. No responsibilities. You know, down here, we gotta work. You gotta check Instagram every 10 minutes. In space, you just float around. You do backflips. You talk to some guy named Houston, occasionally poop in a bag that's taped to your ass. You're living the dream. And guys, I'm happy that astronauts can vote, but America has to ask itself about its priorities when it's easier for a white lady in space to cast her ballots than an old black lady in Georgia. I mean, just look at the lines down on Earth. Have you seen these lines? The lines look so long. Forget buying new Air Jordans. It looks like people are lining up to buy Michael Jordan. I've heard they've only got one, but I'm hoping they make an exception. I wanna get the baseball version, but what's amazing is that even with all the long lines, even with the suppression, America is still hitting record levels of early votes. There were so many early votes that the president could already have been decided and we just don't know it. It's like the week before Christmas when your parents had already bought your gift and you just weren't allowed to find out what it is. So it could be a brand new president or it's the same one as last time. I shook the box and it grabbed me by the pussy. If anyone needed a reminder about what's at stake in an election, well, last night you got it. Because last night, Republicans took full advantage of their hold on the White House and the Senate by officially sealing the deal on their replacement for the late Supreme Court Justice, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. From Judge to Justice Barrett. Hi, Amy Coney Barrett. Exactly one month after being nominated by President Trump, Amy Coney Barrett now joins the nation's highest court, concluding one of the quickest and most controversial Supreme Court confirmations in modern American history. The late evening event punctuating the most partisan confirmation in more than 150 years. All but one Senate Republican, Maine Susan Collins, voting in favor of Barrett. Every Democrat voting against her. President Trump relishing in the made-for-TV photo op. It is highly fitting that Justice Barrett fills the seat of a true pioneer for women. It's Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Say what you want about the GOP, man. But this shit, this was gangster. They swapped out a Supreme Court seat in four weeks. This whole process, this whole process in four weeks. It was like watching a chop shop strip down your car for parts. Like, yo, I'll miss my Audi, but you gotta admire their technique. And I don't know about you, but I was shocked to see the Senate move this quick. 
I mean, normally they take months to do anything, but here they moved so fast, it was disorienting. It was like when you call customer service and immediately speak to a human being. This is Janet, how can I help you? Ah, I wasn't ready. I mean, they just hustled Amy Coney Barrett straight from the confirmation to a midnight ceremony. Should look like the basic cable version of Eyes Wide Shut. And guys, you know that anytime you're doing a daytime event at night, something is wrong. Like, if you're digging a hole during the day, But if you're digging that same hole at night... <laughs> and you gotta admit, Trump's comments about Barrett being the perfect replacement for RBG is grade A trolling. He knows what he's doing. Because yes, RBG and Barrett are both women, but Barrett is gonna dismantle all of RBG's good work. So this would be like, if the Lakers replaced LeBron with Ben Carson. Technically, yes, they're swapping one black man for another, but good luck on making the playoffs next season. I'm gonna take the shot as soon as I... But while Republicans were celebrating, Senate Democrats had some ominous warnings for their colleagues who had finally crossed the line. Our Republican colleagues are shattering the norms and breaking the rules and breaking their word. And there will be consequences. I think there are now new rules in the Senate. And I think Republicans have set them. The next time the American people give Democrats a majority in this chamber, you will have forfeited the right to tell us how to run that majority. If all of this rule breaking is taking place, what does the majority expect? What do they expect? They, they expect that they're gonna be able to break the rules with impunity, and when the shoe maybe is on the other foot, nothing's gonna happen. Ooh, Democrats are not happy. This is the kind of warning you hear at the beginning of a horror movie. You'll rue the day you burned me alive for being a witch. And I don't blame the Democrats for being so pissed. For them, it has been a constant four-year losing streak. And every now and again, they get a win. At this point, they're basically the Knicks of politics. But by the sounds of it, if Democrats take control of the Senate, the gloves are coming off. Except for you, Mitch McConnell, your gloves need to stay on so people can eat. If you're planning to attend one of those big Trump campaign rallies, well, maybe bring an extra coat. After President Trump's final rally of the day in Omaha, Nebraska, thousands of his supporters got stranded in freezing cold temperatures. There was a shortage of buses to transport people from the rally at the TAC Air hangar to parking lots on the opposite side of Epley Airfield, nearly a four-mile walk. Omaha Police Department officers helped assist stranded rallygoers to help them find their vehicles. Omaha scanners reported 30 patient contacts and seven patient transports to the hospital. These are people, of course, struggling with the 30-degree temperatures. The rally concluded around 9 p.m., but the event site was not cleared until 12.30 a.m. I swear, guys, every day, there's another way that you can die from going to a Trump rally. First, you could get corona. Now you can get hypothermia. By the end of the weekend, Trump is just gonna be tossing snakes out into the crowd. Free cobras, everybody. Free cobras and anacondas. You won't get that from Sleepy Joe. Take that, mama. It bites. But I guess this is a classic Donald Trump move. 
leaving his supporters stranded out in the cold. We're gonna bring back manufacturing. Bye! Now, while Trump has chosen coronavirus as his wingman, Joe Biden is going with his former boss, Barack Obama. The two of them have been going around the country holding separate rallies. And one thing that's become crystal clear is that one of these guys is trying to get the job and the other one is retired and living the life. What's his closing argument? That people are too focused on COVID. He said this at one of his rallies. COVID, 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 he's complaining. He's jealous of COVID's media coverage. Many of those lives lost in the cruelest way possible. Alone, alone, alone in a hospital room, alone in a nursing home, no family, no friends. If we were focused on COVID now, the White House wouldn't be having its second outbreak in a month. The White House, he's turned the White House into a hot zone. We see the empty storefronts and the shuttered businesses, the visible signs of lost hopes and broken dreams. I will say that I miss kissing babies during pandemic. I can't do it, but uh, look at that little bundle right there. Brand new. It's got the new baby smell. The longest walk any parent can make up a short flight of stairs to his children's bedroom to tell a child you can't play in that little league team anymore. You know, this is so hilarious to see how roles have been reversed because you remember that when Obama was president, Joe Biden was the guy who got to have fun, you know, while Obama was giving the somber speeches. Now Obama's out here doing rap battles while Biden is writing Hallmark cards. In fact, the difference between Biden and Obama is basically the difference between white church and black church. This is all I experienced growing up. Yeah, because Obama makes you say, amen, and Biden makes you say, amen. Watching Obama in that speech also reminds us of how much delivery of a speech actually affects the message. Because when Obama says, I wanna kiss that baby, we're like, yeah, kiss that baby, Barry. But if Trump was like, I wanna kiss that little baby, we'd be like, yo, yo, we need to get this baby out of here, man. I don't trust this guy. And I don't know about you, but sometimes these rallies feel like when you fall in love with someone, but they're trying to set you up with their best friend. Uh, well, hey girl, how you doing? Hey, Barry. Are you free on a uh, Friday night? I sure am. Well, uh, I want you to go out with my friend Joe. He's a good guy, you're gonna like him. Okay, but I'm only taking one for democracy. The presidential race isn't the only one that will be decided next week. Republicans are trying desperately to hold on to the Senate, and one seat that they'll need to keep red is in Arizona, where Republican incumbent Martha McSally is in a tough race against Mark Kelly, who's a former astronaut, which must be really tough because every political catchphrase sounds way more impressive when you can end it with, in space. You know, the other day I was thinking about this great country of ours, in space, space, space. space. Now, Maxelli is one of Trump's biggest supporters. So when Trump came to a rally in Arizona, it should have been a big moment for her. But one thing we know about Trump is, he really doesn't like to share his stage. I want to show you Trump today with Martha McSally. And as folks watch this, remember, this is a woman who has signed over, as have many members of the U.S. Senate, her political life to Trump and Trumpism. She is fighting for her political life in return for this. Martha, come up just fast. Fast. 
Fast, come on, quick. You got one minute. One minute, Martha's sake. They don't want to hear this, Martha. Come on, let's go. Quick, 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 quick. Come on, let's go. All right. I'm coming. Thank you, President Trump. Yo, this is so funny. Trump needs Maxelli to win so he can keep the Senate, but he's treating her like like he's a mall Santa who's late for his smoke break and he's being irritated by a little kid. Yeah, 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 come on, kid, whatever. Whatever, whatever, yeah, I'll give you a truck. Get out of here, go. I just love how Trump cannot share the spotlight even for a second. Even for a second, he wants it all for himself. He would be terrible to duet with at karaoke. Okay, I'll sing Brandy and Monica's parts and you can sing the rest. But this song is only Brandy and Monica. No one wants to hear from you, Martha. You need to give it up. Had about enough. It's not hard to see. The voice man. Before we go, we're partnering up with World Central Kitchen for their new Chefs for the Polls program. What they're doing is activating local food trucks, restaurants, and caterers owned and operated primarily by people of color to serve food to anybody who's waiting in voting lines, especially in communities where voting lines are historically longer. If you can help out this amazing project in any way, all you need to do is click the link below. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, ears edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. 